Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Absolute Comics, the best damn comics book podcast in the world that is 99% positive. There, I limited it down. There we go. Best damn comic books podcast featuring the largest comic book comics YouTuber and the best comics YouTuber. We're in competition with no one. We are the best. Yeah, that's it. That's true. That's how you loophole that, you know? Yep. The best damn comic books podcast featuring a guy with a white headset. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Undisputed. Undisputed. No one can argue with me on that one. That's Damn right. It. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, this is our show that we get together every week. We talk about all the news going on in the world of comics. We talk about what we have read and what we're enjoying. And we talk about everything. That's basically yeah. it. This is like a compilation. So as per usual, Sal, let's, t- let's start it off with what have you been reading? Uh, I mean, I'm, I, obviously I'm reading uh, Wonder Woman, Nightwing, uh, World's Finest, uh, I read the new Avengers Twilight from last week. That was fun. That's the one where it's like the. Let's dark talk about future. that real quick. What do you think yeah. about that? It's pretty cool. I like. I like it. I think uh, the the Acuna art is fantastic. I think the 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 story is like. I mean, so far I could probably like guess all the hits, but I look forward to being either surprised or at least entertained. How right. about you? Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the same boat as you, where I feel like I can kind of guess ninety percent of what's going to happen moving forward. Um, I was a little shocked that he decided to kind of go with the Red Skull is actually a good guy angle as like our our kickoff to this whole thing. Mm. Like I, I felt that was a, like a quite a reach. Like yeah, but it also makes sense in this day and age that someone would try to take the Nazi sympathizer and be like, no, he's, no, he's not cool. really. Yeah, he's not. He's cool. He's not really a, a Nazi sympathizer. It's like oh my god, no, you're wrong. Like I love Captain America being like no. Yeah, um, I'm not yeah. going to argue this. <laughs> exactly, I'm not even going to dignify it. Um, did you read any of the uh, the the Energon books, like Cobra Commander, or uh... I have read all of them. Um, oh, <laughs> I like that Duke is crazy, according to the the people how they see him, like mm-hmm, they're treating mm-hmm. him in that way. I also love the Cobra Commander. I uh, like owned the body of Megatron at some point. Yeah, to get yeah. tech. It's yeah, an Cobra's interesting way to place it. it all together. How do you feel about the mixing G.I. Joe and Transformers again? They haven't done this as 90s Marvel's comics. It's true. I'm I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm I'm more than fine with it. I, I and I and I like that it's kind of limited. You know, for a minute, you know, I, I saw what was it, Thundercats exceeded 175,000 pre-orders or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's a that's a bully for dynamite. But um yeah. But for a, for a minute, I was like, "Man, it's too bad that like Skybound uh, doesn't have all." Future of the, just to hype that up, we're going to oh, yeah, be talking no, right? to the writer of that in two weeks. Nice. Yep, I'm booked. All that we'll be talking to that and the writer for Vampirella. Dynamite wants to get the names out, words out. There. Oh yeah, oh yep. yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, I uh, did, which reminds me, I want to talk about Vampirella in a minute because I got an interesting. I would love they, to hear about it. The, they want this public, so I'm not talking behind the scenes, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, you oh, great, saying. great. Oh, just like I, I was like, oh man, it's too bad that like Skybound doesn't have like all the '80s properties, right? It's like yeah. Sky, it's, you know Transformers, Thundercats, He-Man, GI Joe. But at the same time, I like the fact that it's limited. You know, it's like. G.I. Joe and Transformers, I could see it, but at the same time, I don't know if I have a pitch, but this pitch that they've given us is comprehensive and thoughtful and laid out, and that's great. Like, good for them. I Good for readers, because it's I like, knew that. I know that Duke and Cobra Commander are limited. Is Transformers limited? I thought that was their well, ongoing. Well, no, I just mean like it's limited in terms of, like, it's the only two properties we're going to smash together are G.I. Joe and Transformers. Well, you know what's like, weird? The main by Larry Hama book, 
The main yes. G.I. Joe is still just – that must have been a part of the clause. Like, this book will not end, and it will continue as is. Oh, yeah, and that's that own con- their own continuity. That's yep. that series, um, and that's been going on for a long time. And everybody, uh, I think that's know, why – that's like a, I, I looked it up. It's like an issue 303 or something like that. Like, mm-hmm, it's quite mm-hmm. obvious. That, like, look, we're happy with the sales, and we don't want to stir the pot. Leave yeah, this exactly. alone. I, I think that's brilliant too. Like, yeah, please don't, don't screw it up. Like if, if there's an audience that's buying that book consistently, yeah. why take it away from them? Yeah, exactly. And I'm so happy they did. It goes back to my old argument when Marvel pulled the all new, all different Marvel. I was like, you didn't have the original. And I feel yeah. like that's what they're doing at GI Joe. They're like, let's try this new thing. But Hey, the classic GI Joe story is still going. If you've been on board, it's right here. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, but Vampirella is interesting. So if you don't know Vampirella, it's cheesecake covers, Half-naked women, blood, sex, violence, right? That's certainly been the implication. Vampirella's been around for a long time. Like, it has I had remember, a, a lot of good stories. I've read a lot of the stories from it. Yeah, it, It's baffling how many stories are actually like written by some of your favorite creators, and you're like, w- 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 I thought it was supposed to be some kind of like cheesecake, like you said, like it was just exploitative, but apparently like this is like a ongoing, long-standing uh, horror book that people yeah. have, uh, that, that many of your favorite, favorite creators have 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 bombed in on over the years. Well, it's funny because Christopher Priest wants to get the message out that this isn't just a cheese DNA sex yeah. and blood and guts and stuff. Now, I agree with him because I've read it before and it's a very hard pitch. It's like trying to go to the classic Xenoscope covers and being like, yo, Jungle Book and Robin Hood are really good. Right. Yeah, but look exactly. at the cover. They're literally in a thong showing off their asses. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, that's what to think this is a real book. Like, yeah, that's not the way to do it. And uh, but but Vampirella, I mean you know vampirella has had this style like that that look for decades yes and and uh, and, and i we're going to talk to christopher priest about the relaunch of it that coming out very soon nice. but uh, i just found it funny because he's like i want to get the message across that this is a real book this isn't tna this isn't you know and the mm-hmm. pa- the pages he sent me were like tna <laughs> right. you're like uh you, you sent sure? me the wrong pages sir <laughs> I think no no, no. You, well, look, i think you meant not... to send me the action ones or the story ones yeah i honestly i mean on some level i actually kind of appreciate them not shying away from what vampirella kind of like has been displaying because as long as vampirella has agency if vampirella slash like the creators want her to look like that do what she's doing like i can't argue with it you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. And I, I've liked Vampirella. Uh, our chat also brought up Witchblade. That's a property I wish would come hey, Witchblade, back. another character. They, they, they had a TNT live-action series from Witchblade. That's how proven that property was. They tried relaunching it recently. You know about that, right? I did not. <laughs> they tried to relaunch it, completely revamp the outfit, completely revamp the character. It was not the old Witchblade. Okay. Yeah, it was... It's. I don't want to say it was bad, but it wasn't good. It wasn't that weird. Right. It, didn't, it didn't hit. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get the new design for the Witchblade. Mm. That's a nudity when I look up Witchblade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm on a list now. Yeah, I'm on a list now. <laughs> Thanks, Witchblade. <laughs> yeah, I actually, incidentally, it's funny we mentioned Witchblade. First of all, there being a relaunch. Secondly, that we're even talking about it, but incidentally i ended up seeing an ad for a witchblade crossover book from i want to say 96 or something and i was like maybe actually it was my i was actually probably 2000 now i think about it but uh it was a crossover that i was like this seems like it's right up my alley it's witchblade the darkness aliens and predator and it was a three right up your alley right it's a three issue miniseries i 
barely finished the first issue, I could not comprehend what I was looking at. So this was the, I, I didn't get much farther into this, honestly, because I forgot it was coming out, not it's because fair. it was dead, but it's the exact opposite of which play. <laughs> yeah, she is covered from head to toe. Uh, even her face is covered. Yeah, I I mean. For those who don't know the classic Witchblade look, that's as covered as she got. Yeah. In the classic. But your standard Witchblade comic, this was her look. She was known for being half naked. Like, that was what mm -hmm. sold Witchblade. Yeah. I mean, you know what this uh, outfit actually reminds but me of? Wasn't it the whole concept where like, it tore her clothes off every round? Oh, of course. Yeah, no. She was almost, it was, it was, you, more dedicated scholars. There you go. Yes, that is that is Witchblade. Um, more dedicated scholars might actually be able to say or articulate it better, but um, she's almost a magical girl. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see um, that. But uh, but yeah, no, I um, that 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 newer costume where she's covered from head to toe reminds me of the Aquaman blue suit from the '80s, where it was like we're going for something new, but the problem is it's just it's too complicated, like. I remember when uh, the hero uh, age of heroes happened during uh, Marvel after siege and the Iron Man had a new suit and he'd always little like lights all over the place. And I'm like, no one's going to want to draw that. And yeah. I was right. <laughs> and uh, they retired that costume like post haste. And uh, with this Witchblade suit, like part of the, I mean, like, you know, especially when she was created, Witchblade, like you're drawn with most of the women you're drawing in superhero comic books, especially from the nineties, you're effectively drawing a naked woman and then putting an outfit over it. Yep. Like it's skin tight. Uh, same thing with men. Only they have no bulges, which is, you know, <laughs> Witchblade was huge until like 2010. And then they're like, you got to put clothes on Witchblade. And then I think the response was, well, can't no, We'll cancel Witchblade. <laughs> yeah. I would rather see it end than, and betray what Witchblade is all about. Which you know what another classic was going in line with that? Fathom. Fathom. Fathom was just, that was Michael what Turner. What if we do Witchblade in water? In the water. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, yeah. I, I can't believe, whenever I see a new Fathom, I'm like, really? <laughs> well, Michael Turner passed. Somebody over there is trying to continue fathom they keep they keep fathom going and i'm like fathom it was michael turner like that's all there is yeah. um I, I don't think you can do more Witchblade. i feel like you could do you could do more with um uh, yeah there are a lot of Witchblade. people are like oh was there a Witchblade uh crossover with hellboy um there were i believe there was but like Witchblade crossed over with so many characters i was gonna say this Witch is gonna sound wrong because it's about Witchblade. But Witchblade was whored out to every other property. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like, yeah, because somebody was like, oh, man, like, I think I know Witchblade from the, the Hellboy crossover. And I'm like, or you might know her from the Tomb Raider crossover or the that Aliens book was good. Tomb Raider the... and Witchblade? Yeah, have you read it? Yes, it was good. Wow. Uh, I've read the Tomb Raider comics. Okay. Gail Simone wrote them. I don't know if you knew I, that. I did know that. I, okay, uh, I, fine, but I didn't read them. Uh, I didn't read the Witchblade Vampirella crossover, but I did read JLA Witchblade. <laughs> Witchblade went to everyone. Yeah. I want to say there's a Wolverine one too. I know she crossed over with Medieval Spawn. Uh, but that and... one made sense. She was basically like, she yeah. was like one hair removed from the Spawn's universe. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, just, just the concept alone. But uh, anyway, Witchblade, we're not here to talk about Witchblade. No, definitely not, because we're talking about stuff we're reading now. So did you read Beast World today? No. Okay. <laughs> but Can I did. I, wait, yeah. Are you not liking Beast World? I, I, I just don't have the time. What? 
How? Because I choose not to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the basic concept that since you're not reading it, I was telling you. I mean, I know on. this. I I read the first issue. I, I know what happened. Issue four ended with Gar's death. Yes. They they portaled the guy in there and he blew up Gar. Yeah, that sucks. So now the planet is still being overrun by the Gar little Gars. Yeah, the, the Gar. So Amanda Gar-o. Waller yeah. is now taking a stance, taking credit for killing Gar, and is now taking a stance to kill every other transformed person. Mm-hmm. She's got military drones going out there. Nightwing gets the Titans, and they go to stop her. But instead of hacking the military to stop it, he wants to talk to her first. So he goes there. Peacemaker gets into a fight with him, which is hilarious because Peacemaker's like, hey, I don't know why you guys don't wear helmets. And he goes, you know why? And he spins Peacemaker's helmets around and bangs him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, but basically, Waller refuses. Waller doesn't want to save anyone. Waller wants the Titans to look bad. So the Titans hack the military. Okay. Stopping all the drones. Because Waller I... just wants the heroes to look bad so that she can look good. Yes. So we then discover that Dr. Hate, we finally get the reveal of who Dr. Hate is. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, well, then you know who the reveal of Dr. Hate is. I, I, yeah, I saw the reveal for Dr. Hate. That's it. Which Why, I'm like, well, so yeah. the reveal of Dr. Hate is the evil side of Raven that got loose from the crystal forever ago. Yeah. Okay. You don't like that? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> You're not really a Titans fan, though. And this whole event I'm is I'm not, Titans but I, I feel like it's just kind of like, I, I don't know. I guess I expected more. From Dr. Hate? The name's Dr. Hate. Yeah. So what I, were you I, expecting? <laughs> I, I was expecting it to like be justified. I don't know. I was like, okay, Doc, Dr. Hate is, is just evil Raven. Yeah. All right. I mean, we haven't done an evil Raven story since like the 80s. That's true. That's true. Like, evil Raven. I, I've seen some people be like, oh, we're doing evil Raven again. Comic wise, we haven't done evil Raven since her original inception. Right. Show wise, but- she's had evil Raven because the shows are taking the one plot that is interesting featuring Raven. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, yeah. And and they're always but they're always threatening to make evil Raven. Like th- Raven's always like, "Oh, but but if only for temptation I could become evil. My father meh. and you're like, "Okay, Raven, but like please don't." Right. Well, I mean, but that's all they do. They just always go like, "Don't do it, Raven. Don't do it, Raven. Don't do it, Raven." And she doesn't. But like it turns out she's been doing it as Dr. Hate. Right. So, and it's written by Tom Taylor. So, I'm really enjoying yeah. a lot of the things said it happened. Like I'm surprised you're not reading this. Yeah, I read the first issue. I love the art, and uh, I just was like, eh, maybe I'll read it when it's done. <laughs> it's so I mean, I it'll, it's done next week. Exactly. So, so it does it. end. <laughs> good. Well, I mean, it has to end. All things do. But I'm glad I was really, that. like, uh, issue one before was good. Yeah. But nothing about it made me be like, oh, my God. You know? That's the thing. This, I was this, like. The event, fin- this issue finally yeah. makes this event feel like it has sticks. Okay, all right. Because the biggest thing that happened before this, because honestly, it's like, oh, Gar took over the planet and everyone turned into animals. I was like, it's going to be a fun event that goes away. It's going to be a Night Terrors. Yeah, yeah, There's going to be no ramifications to this at all. It's just going to be a fun way to look at, oh, how many people can we look at that actually uh, turn into animals? What animals? Exactly, what kind of animals are they going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, the the death of Gar, which already was like, eh, is that going to stick? You know? Yeah. Well, but and I was this like, this issue he, five is like, whoa, okay, they this is to actually kill Gar. Like, they, they threatened to kill him in the uh, Dark Crisis. Like, remember when Deathstroke shot him in the face, and it was like, oh man, they killed Gar, and then it turns out, no, Gar's not not dead, and he has an eye patch, and then oh, he fixes his eye, and then and then he died again, and I'm like, oh my god, like, well, that happened right before the big reboot of DC, Dawn of DC. So I'll give them, yeah, that's true. I'll give that's them true. that one. All right, fair, fair. You know, because that I mean, a lot of things went back to a status quo. The Titans, yes. in particular, went back to a 
status quo titans like that's true but i like the idea that like uh, i especially like the idea that the titans have kind of like occupied the jla spot and that they're doing their thing I, well, I just, which is I why I, that, I actually yeah. like where this is going because titans beast world is proving that because waller's true. against the titans she's not against superman or batman she uh, wants the world to look at the titans poorly because the titans are viewed as good guys right they're in charge like yeah. they're, they're, they're the top dogs right now right so i like what the direction they're taking with this i would recommend reading it now that Five is showing that there's going to be some. I mean, Gar might not stay dead. That's yeah, fine. We know that, right? Um, I got some chicken nuggies. <laughs> uh, Gar might not stay dead. But let's not let's not split hairs. But no, the definitely. ramifications of the Titans hacking into the U.S. military. Oh yeah. The ramifications of Peacemaker and Waller doing what? Yeah, they're doing. Waller's schemes are definitely uh, like the next. That's the big. That's the big part. Exactly. So, um, really quick, I just wanted to mention. Just as a, as a quick aside of like cool things that are happening in the world of comics, um, did you see the artists line up for the Turtles books with Jason Aaron? No. What do you got? Okay. Uh, I'm going to drop it in the chat, but uh, the idea is that they're going to be launching the Turtles like relaunch with Jason Aaron with four books, four issues. First four issues are each going to focus on a different turtle and they're each going to have a different artist before they roll out with like the main artist for the series. But the first issue is Raphael with Joel Jones. Can you link them and I'll pull them uh, up in the stream? Yeah, I dropped it in the chat right now. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. It didn't, yeah. it didn't ping me. Sweet. <laughs> it's funny that of all, like this, this episode is just trying to get to us talking about everything but the mainline stuff. I know, I know. Yeah. That, I, that's sick. Right? Joel Jones doing a Raphael book is awesome. Uh, the next issue will be Michelangelo with Raphael freaking American Vampire Albuquerque. Doing okay. a Michelangelo book. Uh, Leonardo's issue three with Cliff Chong, who I love. Uh, awesome stuff. And then it's going to round out with uh, Donatello with issue four. Ooh, with I like Burnham. that. I like that way that looks. Right? Yeah, it looks like If I got to pick one, I like this one. Joel Jones mm -hmm. makes it look very, like, I don't know, like, brutal? I guess is a good yeah. way to like. Well, it's Raphael. It better be. Yeah. Yeah. And the Donatello just looks more cartoony, but it looks not like, all the way. No, it's, it's almost like classic Turtles. I kind of love yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm just like, good. all right, that's an amazing, and that's a great lineup. It's not like we have one artist you've heard of and a bunch of new people. Like these are these are right. top creators in the world of comics working on the new Turtles book. And with Jason Aaron at the helm, I'm like, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing Jason Aaron's version of these characters. And these my big problem with this is still the same stance I had before, though. Like, why isn't it a reboot? I, yeah, because I want yeah. I would love to see Jason Aaron's take on the classic Turtle stuff. Yeah, I feel like, like we're gonna get like it's it'll feel like a soft reboot like it'll or a but yeah but you're reboot. still missing key components they've already it's been like dealt with splinter's dead and strider's yeah. dead and karai's been done to death and what about jenica and all the other characters like, right, yeah i agree i, mean. I agree but I, I, but I have faith to see what they're gonna do i'm on board to check it out yeah. but at the same time i'm like mm, what, what's really gonna happen you know? right right no that's fair but what other topics do we actually have today <laughs> We've talked about G.I. Joe, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Vampirella, Witchblade. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And it's like, uh, any, any any Marvel in there? Not what really. I'm saying, what I'm saying, though, is to be, is I think this is, right now, between Dynamite, IDW, Skybound, this is yeah. probably some of the most exciting times to be into other books. Yes. That don't fully cross books. into the independent realm. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 Non-big two books. They're this really is one of the most exciting stuff. times to be into these other books right now because they're all exciting. If you're if no, you've ever right. been curious, they're all starting at ones. They're all coming back with big and strong. 
Yeah. You know, I, I, this is going to be a crazy year for Dynamite and uh, IDW and Image, I think, you know. And you're and you're pally with uh with with Kyle Higgins as well. The massive verse is also getting huge and doing oh, yeah. major, major steps in uh in in the world of comics and in the like comic adjacent world you know like the card game and the uh the cartoon he sent show me the card and... game i haven't looked at it yet it's upstairs but he sent me the card game yeah yeah i'm assuming you got it too i also got it but i haven't okay. looked at it yet yeah i will and then there's ghost machine with uh with with like everyone from dc that jeff johns knew mm-hmm. it's like and that launches i think uh this week which is weird because ghost jeff johns is doing that but he's also running like Basically, right now, the entire universe of DC is Jeff Johns and Joshua Williams in a couple yes, places. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in completely different directions. Oh, yeah. They're doing the like, DC they're, universe they're, this way. But I will I will commend them for at least staying in touch to the point where they're like, they're not stepping on each other's toes. Right. They're referencing what's happening. Mm-hmm. They're just not directly interacting with each other. Exactly. And I, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that over contradicting each other because mm-hmm. that's like, that's the worst thing you could do. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but not, but not right, so, done. Marvel but has an event. <laughs> well, oh, what is Marvel doing? Oh, uh, Blood Hunt. I think we talked about like we 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 implied Blood Hunt before, but uh, oh, Dan's a... got it right here. Yeah, yeah. Jed exactly. McKay, Blood Hunt uh, will be additional pages, credible art, too explicit. Oh, it's not yeah. an event though. They're just trying to do like R-rated comics. Well, no, Blood Hunt is an event, but they're is launching. It? Yeah, yeah. Blood Hunt is the big Jed McKay, uh, Pepe Larraz, Blade centric vampires invading the marvel universe event the thing they're doing with it is that you can also get red band versions of the comic books okay like they're they're gonna sell they're really like, pushing this adult theme with Sabretooth war and this yes I, really... I, I yeah i noticed the same thing where i was like on, on the cover of the wolverine book with Sabretooth war it was like this is the bloodiest comic ever and like, yep, and it's pretty know. bloody if you haven't read it oh yeah no like the, the words are spelled with human limbs it's it, it's it's pretty graphic stuff but not yeah. Not too graphic. Uh, and then there was Predator Wolverine, which like was done by 20th Century Comics, which I wish they would just retire. Uh, but it, I love Predator Wolverine. Me too. It was cool. But uh, but it also like I feel like Marvel's really testing the waters of like, all right, you're all saying you're in your 40s and buying these comics. <laughs> well, you better. If yeah, I let's, make them let's for see you. if you're actually in like, uh, how old is the demographic now? Let's try this. Fine by me. And like, what a cool idea to make a. Uh, to make like R-rated versions of the comics. And when I say cool idea, I mean like it's a smart business decision. Like, let's see. Let's see yeah. if we can get two groups of people to buy the same comic book. Um, but what's the deal with Blade though? Like they've been trying to make Blade more relevant since Jason yeah. Aaron's run. And now, right. you know, Jason Aaron's Avengers brought Blade in. We had already had a vampire civil war. Yes. And then they're trying to make him bigger with the daughter. The daughter's now popping up all over the place. Uh-huh. And I didn't, did anyone read the daughter comic that explained who she is? No, she's popping up places now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know who and, the hell she is, other than oh, that's Blade's daughter. Oh yeah, and then there's also the Blade miniseries or series. I don't know if it's actually gotten a, a, an ongoing yeah. order. And then there's like, the Blade game, the Blade game, and the Blade coming. movie that'll never happen at this rate. <laughs> and I think all thanks to the movie. I think that the movie was supposed to be out by now, or at the very least, ready to go. And since it's not even written yet, uh, they're just spinning their wheels. But they're like, but we are when Blade shows up because, and I and I think it's all because Hollywood has a very like weird selective memory problem. And for them, like the thing, the movie that launched the superhero Renaissance in Hollywood was blade. It wasn't X-Men. It wasn't Spider-Man. It was effing blade blade is a, and, and blade was a franchise where it's like, as long as we don't overspend, 
we can make our money back and then some. Yeah, we because because how expensive could a Blade movie possibly be? Yeah, you, it you, shouldn't you get, be expensive, but Marvel will spend two hundred and fifty million on it. Marvel will find a way to make a vampire movie, and and I, I promise you, vampire movies, you know, it, it's one of those uh, hallmarks of uh, B movie cinema where it's like, oh, well, we need to make this like uh, a horror bent. Well, we'll then go to the Spirit Halloween, grab a pair of fangs, and we'll make it a vampire movie. Like, it doesn't yeah. cost much to do at all. Uh, but I think that, like, because Hollywood remembers that Blade was a successful franchise until it wasn't. Uh, and I think that because... <laughs> Dude, I because, like, like Blade Trinity. I also like Blade Trinity, but it is schlock. Uh, yeah. But Blade Trinity, but right? Blade... a vampire movie. That's what it should be. It absolutely should be. I mean, like, if you want schlock, you gotta cast Parker Posey, which they did. But like, you get you, you got Blade Trinity, which like supposedly tanks the franchise, but then that that dovetails into an effing show. Like, the show doesn't do any well, but they still made the show. Like, they thought there was a viable option. Like, I guess it's just Hollywood loves Blade, and I think the comics are like, we gotta cash in on when Hollywood decides to actually like light that Blade torch. Right. We want to show up to the party, the bloodbath, if you will. I mean, I'm on board. I'm going to start covering more Blade stuff. I mean, one one. Actor, Why not? Let's see if it I works. I talked to Rob recently. Rob over at Comics Explained it. He asked, like, because I mean, I'm not. I, I've not shied away from it. Comic story and has gone from being like we're doing great to we're doing good. We're doing like we, I'm not gonna. We, I'm, we're doing I'm, right. Well, I'm not doing. We're doing good. I'm never gonna be like, oh my god, guys, we're doomed. Right. I mean, due to a few poor decisions on my end, we've gotten to a point where we had Patreon and stuff. But yeah, the channel's doing good. Yes. And he's like, well, why don't you care about really getting it back up to the big numbers? And I told him, I was like, I think the big reason is, the biggest thing is, I don't ever mm -hmm. think we're going to hit the 2018 Endgame numbers again. Yes. And I'm okay with that, because it's almost like we won the Olympics, and now what do you do? And, and yeah. somebody was like, we get on a Wheaties box. And I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. the Wheaties box is me doing what I want to do in Comic Story. Hence, right. Transformers. Hence, doing a G.I. Joe book. Hence, doing Godzilla comics and stuff like <laughs> that. Those are yeah. what I'm starting to roll out. But... With that, I also have been trying other superheroes, and Blade is on my list because there's so much Blade content coming out. There sure is, yeah. And there's plenty of Blade stuff you could use. Like you, yeah. like there's a there's a book, Captain Britain and the MI13, and it stars Blade, but it's British Blade, you know, like original Blade. Blade apparently, until Wesley Snipes, Blade was always a Brit. I didn't then, know that. Yeah, no, Blade, accurate Blade should have a British accent, uh, but. Uh, thanks to Wesley Snipes and the Blade popularity of those movies, it's pretty much, yeah, right, a right, and, and and supposedly Blade's appearance on the Spider-Man animated series in the '90s because he's also like, he he's not British in that either. <laughs> <laughs> but that show that, that show has a big footprint on on people's influence. Like if you you think that show does not have any influence over like people today, watch any Spider-Man movie or cartoon, and just you could trace every decision made in those to that original cartoon show and it's yep. really bizarre but anyway uh there's tons of blade content so it's like dude you could do blade until the sun comes up ha, are ha, you ha. gonna start doing some blade stuff no much closer to like a game or movie release oh yeah definitely no well, they're, you, they're... I mean, you only do one video a week so it's like, you, you have to be a little more selective about what i could doing. you know what i could do because i have another show the good the bad and the ugly where i do basically three back issues in one episode but for single issues i could do a blade episode and that's easy enough though. And I have tons of blade number ones. There's a million first issues of blade. Uh, so I could do that. I mean, I could double dip, do a whole back issues on blade, do a whole GBU on blade, uh, you know, do a, do a podcast where we talk about blade and, you know, just pitch blade movies. Um, 
You know what? There's we that... should do that. We should do that like next Monday or something. Like after mm-hmm. the topic, we'll do we'll do the blade cast and blade cast. <laughs> yeah, we'll get our sunglasses and our trench coats and just be like, welcome to blade cast. Or if this doesn't work out, the matrix cast. <laughs> That's our secondary plan. Just in case. <laughs> We're bending bullets. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Right. Well, next up, speaking of major events going on. Yeah. DC is teasing an event 30 years in the making. What? So theories are this is a sequel to Zero Hour that came out in 1994. Yes. Okay. What was the villain in, in Zero Hour? I can't even remember right now. Extant. Was that, I was like, that what? That's not the one with Parallax. Parallax. Is the well, one it, it, actually, it is with Parallax. Like, is oh, that the Parallax one? Yeah. Well, Extant's on all the marketing for it. It's this dude. He he's just red. He's got a black mouth. He's like, nah. And he's also secretly, uh, I think it's Hawk, but. Uh, there's extant, and then it turns out that he is being controlled oh, I Hawk, by Hawk. Was the Armageddon 2021 20, 2001? That's thing. also Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was the event with Wave Rider where it wasn't supposed to be Hawk. That's right. It's supposed to be Captain uh, Atom, but it turned out that like it retailers knew. Yeah, retailers found out, and then they told everybody, and then that was the end of it. And so uh, they changed it, like literally the chapter before the last one. Uh, yeah, Armageddon 2001. That was Monarch. Was 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 Hawk. But okay. I think Extant was also. Now you're gonna maybe look this up. Hawk. But either way, the at the end, Parallax is the bad guy. Like Parallax shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna change time." Yeah, and it's it... Hawk. So Hawk Yay. just goes evil in every iteration. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need another villain to show up, and he's like, "I've got another." Because Monarch is still is is kind of fun looking. Extant is way cooler looking. We need another oddly cool looking original character only for it to be revealed that it's actually hawk <laughs> we need like a third the three evil hawks <laughs> yeah and then they're, and then it turns out they're all multiversal hawks you know what that makes me think of something donna dc's brought back a lot of cool stuff connor hawk and we got you know we got like we're getting a shazam book we got a power girl book yes where's hawk and dove right that's a good question like hawk hmm. and dove were popular enough at one point yes we're not even gonna try hawk and dove again i agree I agree. Hawk and Dove is a, like, especially because there's no shortage of amazing creators today who could do something really cool with it. Like, I read this. At the very least, why aren't Hawk and Dove? I mean, I guess because one's a guy, but like, Kelly Thompson do a great uh, Hawk and Dove book. I'd read a 12 issue. They had Hawk's daughter. I think it was Hawk's daughter took over as Hawk. That's right. Oh my God. That era, if you want to do, have Kelly Thompson do a a female team up book. Hell yeah. Or we could do a 12 issue mini by Tom King where they're sad, but it looks great. Nine I'm panel grids. Always said anyway. You know, yeah, that's true. They the are last sad. significant thing I remember Dove being a part of. This is going to sound weird. It was the follow up to Brightest Day. Do you remember wow. what happened with that? Where where Deadman was back to life and they yes. left him in the universe. So yeah. they did a story following up, and I don't remember who wrote it, but it's like from that era where like Dan Slott made Silk automatically want to have sex with Peter Parker, uh-huh. and like that kind of era where like comics books were crossing the line but we're at yeah. a, we're at a day and age where maybe we shouldn't be doing some of that stuff like they're, they're telling some of the best most modern comics that like of the of the era and also they were like still pretending like it was 1993 right and so there was a story following brightest day that dead man's back in reality and he's dating dove but he's a ghost so okay. he was possessing people's bodies to have sex with dove well that's a problem yeah well th- she brought that up that's a problem you need to stop doing this but I mean, you, but, but didn't two, it takes a bit of tango. Them. Yeah, I was going to say, but it didn't stop it from happening until like so far into the relationship where she's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, 
That's fair. And that was the last like dove moment that I remember. That was the book was on her and Dead Man, which was the yeah. weirdest book idea ever. That's a weird combo. I mean, yeah. Well, because Dove is technically like the guardian of light or something. Like she's super important. Like she's cosmic. Oh, and he important. was attached. Yeah, she was. She was super important, and she was attached to the White Lantern, and he had gotten the White Lantern powers. Yes, which is how they ended up together. Okay. Yeah, we should bring them back. Champion Hawk and Dove. Hashtag Hawk and Dove. But so the question comes down to: Do we want Dawn, like Dawn Dove and Hank? Oh, do we want Hank and Donna? Was that her name? I don't recall. <laughs> yeah. But okay, yes. so it was Dawn D O N, and then Dawn D A W N. Okay. Or do we want Holly Granger? Oh, she wasn't. She's uh, Holly Granger is actually who's whose daughter is she? I think she's just sisters of Dawn. Oh, so the so two like, sisters. Do we want the two brothers? I, 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 Why honestly, do I know I, this much about Hawk and Tom? <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's fascinating. I take both. I take the I take the sisters. Honestly, I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, it's probably a a, a more solid pitch, but uh, you know, I think the sisters would sell better. I think so too. I think so too. So oh, like no. the Hawk and Dubs just has such a great history. I'd love to see. Them I agree. Come back. Yeah, I mean, there is that. Uh, there's that Fire and Ice book. You know, so proving that you know. Somebody wants it. Somebody wants something <laughs> like that. I mean, come on, let's let's go, Hawk and Dove. Yeah, and, but the, this thirty years in the making, I'll, I'll put it out there right now. I mean, like you know, people are thinking it's uh, it's it's Crisis in Time. I, I'll say it's a sequel to Bloodlines. Which one's Bloodlines? Oh, man, Bloodlines. Bloodlines was an annual event that uh, was a- aliens that represented the seven deadly sins come down to Earth thanks to uh, the Legion ninety seven or whatever. They 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 suck your spinal fluid to survive and then for a su- for a certain subset of people the people uh, whose spines they suck it also ends up giving them superpowers and so there was an entire like team of characters invented as a result it, you remember how uh, the dark matter universe came up where it was like here are all these new characters thanks to like uh nth metal or something dc did that same exact thing but in like 93 or 94 with bloodlines where it was like aliens are sucking people dry and random people are also getting powers. And so every annual introduced a new hero because they got sucked by some alien. And the, uh, the, of course the theme of the event was that it sucked. And so a lot of sucking off going on. It was a lot of, a lot of sucking. Let me tell you. Uh, and, and uh, so then at the end, all the aliens like merge into one big gross alien. And then the heroes all have to fight it. And the new blood show up. And like, because they have their powers from the aliens, they have more of an adverse effect against it. It's super weird. All that I remember. I mean, I remember all of it, but like the thing I liked about it the most was two things came out of it. One, Tommy Monaghan Hitman came out of it. Okay. Who's really awesome. Uh, and that's just Garth Ennis's self-insert character in the DC universe. And the second is a character that they have egregiously besmirched uh, called Razor Sharp. Uh, Razor Sharp was a hero. Uh, no, Razor Sharp was an anarchist hacker as part of a group of hacking anarchists called, I believe it's the Razor Bats. I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, she gets sucked and so now her arms can turn into T-1000 arm blades. That's it. Okay. You know what that so, reminds me of? Do you remember this game that they came out with? I don't remember the name of it. Maybe you'll probably will. The Marvel fighting game where aliens <sighs> came down. Wise Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Which was the, basically the same concept. 
Yes. Uh, Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfects. Yes, I do. <laughs> I wish I, I never played it. I always wanted to play that game. I guess I could now. I mean, I'm sure I could play it like streaming you're an adult on my now, computer. Sal. You can just go get it. Yeah. <laughs> what system would I play it on? <laughs> um, well, while you discover what system you need to play that on, I'll look up the yeah. next topic. Uh, Thundercats number one by Dynamite has been pre-ordered for 170,000 copies. It might be attributed to Rob Liefeld doing a special variant cover, but either way, the return of the Thundercats is going to blow up. Uh, we have that planned out. Uh, let me see if we've got a response on the email while we're mm -hmm. here. Might as well, right? Why not? We'll talk more about Thundercats there. Uh, right. Lastly, we have DC announces a new creative team with Josie Campbell and Emanuela. Emanuela? Okay. Lou Percino for Shazam 10 taking over the departing Mark Wade and Dan Moore isn't explicitly stated why Wade and Moore are leaving the title, but it's no surprise that Campbell will be taking over Shazam after their mini series in 2002, the new champion is Shazam featuring Mary Marvel. So I think we all know the Shazam family member will probably be a sizable role in the new direction of the comic. Give up. I'm, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. DC give <laughs> up on Shazam. You have been trying to make Shazam a successful comic ever since the first movie succeeded. Just stop. I, I mean, am, I've yeah. never met anyone that is like, Shazam is where it's at. You know, like, I, I love uh, Shazam. I love the concept of Shazam. I love him in the new Godzilla book. Yeah. Just give up. <laughs> I, I will I will go so far as to say I don't like Shazam. I don't. I've never cared about Shazam. I didn't care about him when he was Captain Marvel. I didn't care about him when he's the captain. I, I, I don't care about him as Shazam. I don't care. I don't care about his powers. I think he's I think he's boring and, un, and, un, and uncool. I don't care about it. I will say I read pretty much every issue of Shazam written by Mark Wade with art by Dan Mora because Mark Wade and Dan Mora are a powerhouse. If you were interested in that book, but only because of that creative team, go read Batman Superman World's Finest oh, yeah. because it's the exact same team and they're crushing it. Yeah. I, I like Shazam in as much as I like him as part of the Pantheon. I don't want to see him go away. I don't want to see him die. I don't want to see him retired or sold off. But like, honestly, you know, it's funny. Because, like, Shazam is essentially a Superman ripoff. Like, that's why yeah. he exists. That's why he exists in the world. That's why he exists in DC. Because DC sued him into oblivion, and now he's a member of their family. And the Shazam family, there's there's a rich history in there. And if you want to go deeper, you could even find, like, a rejected Alan Moore pitch called Twilight of the Superheroes, which is all about Shazam for some reason. And you could really go, like, off you know, into La La Land looking up Shazam lore. And and I, I I know that Shazam appeals to a certain type of comic book reader slash fantasy fan. I, I get it. You know, there's a family involved. There's magic. There's mysticism. There's like totemic. I just don't think they know what to do with him beyond that. I love the concept. The yeah, Shazam family, I, the Shazam. I like him. I loved him in Injustice. I loved it. I love him in the Godzilla book. When yep. done right, Shazam is great. When Mary Marvel's done right, she's done great. But they're, they're, these pitches they're taking, or just yeah. not selling me on Shazam. I, just, I didn't I've, jump on the Mark Wade run. I read the Jeff Johns run, and I'm like, oh, we're we're going into the, like right. fantasy world thing. Like, I I lost interest. I just lost I, interest. Like, I have never heard a Shazam pitch I've liked. I've yeah. literally never heard one that has made me want to read Shazam. I yeah. read the Mark Wade one because I was like, I have to see this. I have to see if they can achieve it. And honestly, it was it was good for what it was, but it wasn't engaging enough for me. Like, I don't care. I don't care about Shazam. I'm just not there. And I think the fact that he's like a Superman derivative, but you know, I mean, obviously he's had like 80 years to cultivate a new following, a new audience and a new complete like 
world. You know, he's he is, I think, I, today no more of a Superman ripoff than like he he is less of a Superman ripoff now than he ever was, right? Like he is his own character with his I own mythology. The, I think that's the fair. best time would have been Dark Side Dark Side War, where they yeah. literally like, okay, your gods are gone. Here's brand new powers. Right. Like that to me was the best direction to go with Shazam. Because the issue I do run into is just like he's, he's just Superman. Yeah. Like and if why, I want Superman, I gotta be Superman. Because nobody me, leans into the fact that Shazam is a kid. No yeah. one really leans into that. Uh, well, because like, what is that? You know, it's 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 a what do weird you do power with fantasy. Yeah. yeah, I would sell him to Marvel. Just sell him to Marvel. Marvel has a Superman now. Well, they have Hyperion and Sentry and have have flumbled both of those. Yeah, I, the Marvel doesn't know what to do with a Superman, but like maybe with the history of the Marvel character, plus like the fact they can call him Captain Marvel again if they did. You know, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> like, I feel like DC has proven they just don't know what to do with this character. And and that's the point I'm making. It's not that I dislike Shazam. Unlike you, I actually like Shazam and the family. And I thought the first movie was great. Still haven't seen the second movie. It's not uh, bad. Like it's it's not garbage. I've seen yeah. it. It's it's again, it's it's as fun as the first movie. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like let let him cool off. Yeah. Let let just let the book die out for a little while and right, come back right. strong. He does need to go away for a while. Like yeah. The, the, so Bring back Hawk and Dove. Get rid of right. Shazam. <laughs> Bring back Hawk and Dove. They are more popular. Honestly, like the I, I, this is a hot take, I guess, but like Shazam, the his best utilization has ever was in Kingdom Come, where he's a plot device. Like that is the best use of that of that character. It's just surprised they're not doing more with him and Mark Wade's run back in the world's uh, in Kingdom Come. In world's universe. finest because it's just Batman Superman. Like, no, that's about them. Yeah, <laughs> like no, 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 no. Screw Shazam. Oh, you know, speaking of that, real quick, I don't know if we mentioned this or not. Do you think that Mark Waite's Kingdom Come is the real Kingdom Come universe or adjacent Kingdom Come universe? Adjacent, it has to be. You don't think? Yeah, okay. You don't think no. it's the actual one? I think he's. I think he has <clears throat> said in interviews that it is, but it can't be because of what's going on. Like there's there's a huge graveyard full of superheroes, and I'm like, well, they're still alive in the Kingdom Come universe. What are you talking right. about? Like, and Mangog is dead, so like you, you, got, right. you got you can't have both of those. Yeah, exactly. Like when when is this taking place, and how do you? Unless it isn't like unless the, this is a like this is a weird blemish. Like Mark Wade could easily pull a hat trick and be like, oh no, they all did die, and then like at the end of the story, you know, like. Magog's like, ho ho, and like uh power blasts out and everyone gets resurrected, and then Magog's like, and I hate Superman Boo. Like you could you could definitely make it all line up and set up Kingdom Come again. Right. I I, I but I don't I don't know. Uh for now I'm I'm operating as though it's adjacent to the Kingdom Come universe, but I think Mark Wade is writing it as though it definitely is this Kingdom Come universe. Okay. Our chat says that they saw the reprinting the terrible was there an actual Kingdom Come sequel? I didn't know there was a sequel. Yeah, the Kingdom and uh yeah. Okay, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's all of our news there. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll flash up this uh, Thundercats picture because it looks awesome. Yes. Yeah, Thundercats. Never would have thought. I never thought we'd have a whole episode of the, where the more interesting topics is all these other books coming out. Right? <laughs> yeah. I did. Did you ever read? You know what you could cover? You want to you you lead up to Thundercats? Image did a Thundercats book. I wouldn't lead up though. We got to start strong with dynamite Thundercats. Good because images Thundercats sucks. <laughs> I was never a big Thundercats kid, so I'm interested to see this one. If this could yeah. sell me, if this could sell me without the nostalgia, 
Yeah. yeah. Like Transformers and G.I. Joe, I'm, I'm a kid for that stuff. You know, right. like, so you you got me because they're good. And then, you know, I liked it already. So, yeah, that's fair. No, I, uh, I, I, I liked it, but I wasn't like a big fan. Understandable. You know? Yeah. I, I had the action figures. Yeah. But all right. Well, we're out of topic. So we're going to call it here for the day. Uh, thank you guys for watching today's episode of Absolute Comics. We'll be back next week on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern with another show talking about everything going on in the world of comics and, and everything happening and all that other stuff. Uh, stick around if you want to ask us a few questions. We normally hang around five minutes after the show to chat yeah. with you all. And if you want to watch it live next week, it's at twitch.tv slash comic story and every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Thank you so much.